Now, boys and girls, I'm not going to bring you back up to the front. I'm not going to come down to the front because I need everybody to be able to see me here for a while today. So I'll stay up here, but I want to speak to you for a few minutes today. And I want to speak to the grown-ups here as well. So this is for everyone, but especially boys and girls, if you keep looking up this way and looking at the screen just above me and behind me here, because I want to show you some things that you would not expect to see. Sometimes you get a surprise because you see something and you think, I never thought I would see that. And we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about something that happened during the Jubilee, and lots of people were talking about that because I don't think anybody expected, not even the Queen's own family, that the Queen would be meeting with Paddington. And it was a big, big surprise. And no one expected Paddington to be drinking his tea out of the teapot in Buckingham Palace. And nobody expected the Queen to bring a marmalade sandwich out of her handbag. And lots of people thought, that's amazing. We never thought we would see that. But I wanted to think about closer to home, around the villages here, around Connor and around Kells, things that you would never expect to see, things that you would be amazed to see. If we were driving down the road today, if your mom or dad were driving back from church and you were driving down by the green area and you stopped off to have a look, because all of a sudden there was an elephant down on the green. Now, I know there are lots of things that could turn up on the green, and there's lots of talk about that, but let's just think about elephants today. If you saw an elephant down on the green, and maybe you found out that the Reverend Boyd had got a pet elephant, and we wouldn't let, it, let him have it in the manse garden, so he took it down there instead, you would be amazed. Like, people would be driving past really slowly and getting their phones out and taking photographs of an elephant on the green. Or imagine if you turned up at church on a Sunday and you came in just for the start of the service, but instead of the minister, it was the prime minister taking the service. Now, that would be amazing. I'm not quite sure what it would be like, but whew, that would be… So, if Boris Johnson was standing there at the lectern and he was busy telling everybody what's going to be happening, and you would turn around, and your mums and dads would be looking at each other and saying, is this really happening? You would never, ever expect to see that. Or maybe if you went out for a drive, and you were full of energy, so your mum and dad decided to take you up Slemish. Imagine if you went up Slemish, and when you got to the top and you were looking out, there was a great big cruise ship sitting down below in the middle of County Antrim, and you would think, hang on, cruise ships come into Belfast, they sit in the sea. I never thought that I would see a massive big cruise ship right in the heart of County Antrim. So today, I want you to think with me for a moment about the true story of Noah and his really big boat, the ark. And what must it have been like for people to see this ark being built? Because it was nowhere near the sea. It would have been like someone building an ark beside Slemish. 
and people would have thought, what's the point? When is there ever going to be water for it to sail? And lots of people laughed at Noah. Lots of people watched what Noah was doing, and they were saying to each other, Noah has lost the plot. He's mad. Do you see what he's doing? So, what was Noah doing? Building a massive big boat in the middle of the land, nowhere near the sea. Well, really quickly today, I want to tell you some special things, some great things that the story of Noah and his ark tell us. And here's the first one. It's a story that tells me and tells us that sin makes God sad, that the bad things that we do, the bad things that we say, the bad things that we think, the way in which we try and live the way we want to instead of the way that God has told us, that that makes God sad. And it made God angry. He looked at the world, and He saw the mess that the world was in. Everybody was fighting. Everybody was doing their own thing, and they had ruined their lives, and they had wrecked the world, so that God decided that He was going to start again. Sin made Him really sad, and He wanted to get rid of the problem, and He decided that He would start all over again by sending rain. And I'm not just talking about the kind of rain that we get here, like a whole day where we think, is it ever going to stop? It didn't stop for days and days and weeks and weeks. The rain kept coming so that the floods got greater. And if sin makes God sad, then we know today that sin is a big problem because we were made to make God happy. We were made so that God would be pleased with us and would enjoy being friends with us. But sin is a big problem because it keeps us from being friends with God. That's why there is some good news in this story. But here's the next special thing about this story, that Noah did what God asked him to do. It must have seemed like a crazy thing, And the people who were looking on, they thought it was mad, and they laughed at Noah. Imagine building a big boat in the middle of the land. But Noah did exactly what God told him to do. He worked hard. He got his family involved, and he worked hard so that he would do the thing that God wanted. And that's a really good thing for us, to think about today. Noah shows us the way that we should be, that we should be people who want to please God and who listen to God and do what God wants us to do. But the big question, how do we know what God wants us to do? Well, He tells us. He tells us in the Bible. He tells us in His Word. And we are so glad that we know what God wants us to do. And so Noah did everything that God told him. He even got animals, two of every kind, 
and gathered them together because that's what God wanted him to do. But there's an even more special thing that we learn from this true story of Noah and the big boat. And it is this, God is very strong and He can see it. He is able to rescue people. And even though He was going to destroy the world with a flood, even though He was going to start again, He picked Noah and his family to be people along with the animals who would start things over again. And when He promised Noah that He would rescue him from the flood, when He promised Noah that He would keep him and his family safe, that's exactly what He did, so that they were safe in the boat until the rain stopped, until the floods went away, and the boat landed on ground once again. They were safe because God was looking after them. And the thing about our God, and the really special thing for us to hear today, is that God is still strong enough to save people. He still loves to save people, not from a flood, but from that big problem that we started with, the problem of sin. If sin keeps us away from God, if sin stops us from being friends with God forever and ever, the way we were made to be, then we need to be rescued from sin. And that's what God has done by sending His Son Jesus to die for us. So that we think about that best-known verse. Remember the verse in John's Gospel that tells us about Jesus, that for God so loved the world that He gave us His only begotten Son. That's His special Son, Jesus, that whoever believes in Jesus should not perish, but will have everlasting life, that we will be rescued, that we will be friends with God when we trust in Jesus and know the forgiveness that He can bring. That is good news. Our God is strong, and He's able to save. And if we trust in Jesus and become one of God's special people, here is the greatest thing of all that we learn about in this story of Noah, the final thing, and that is that God always keeps His promises. He never lets us down. He never forgets about His people. He never leaves His people. He always keeps His promises. And when He saved Noah, He sent a very special sign to tell Noah and his family that He is a God who loves and who always keeps His promises. And the sign is a rainbow. Sometimes we see a rainbow up in the sky. And when you do, it only means one thing. A rainbow means that God is good, that God keeps His promises made to His people. He promised Noah that he would never destroy the world in that way again. And he promised Noah that he would be with him and he would help him. And boys and girls, I hope that you love 
and you follow and you trust in Jesus, and that you are God's friend because of Him. And remember this, and this is the final thing today, that God always, always, always keeps His promises. He never, ever lets His people down. And that's a great thing that we see in the true story of Noah and the big boat. So, I thank Tom for reading that story for us today, and I hope that you will remember that story. And the next time you see a rainbow up in the sky, remember how good our God is, and that you can know Him through the Son that He sent, the Lord Jesus. We're going to sing